Welcome to the Aquarimax Audio Show with Russ and Kim. We provide information on all kinds of aquarium-related topics. This is episode 321, recorded January 21st, 2017. Well, today's a special episode. We have a guest, Psychedelic Babe, joining us. So, welcome. Hello. Hi. Hey. Hi, everyone. We're really glad to uh, have you on the show today, and I'm going to turn things over to Kelly as she uh, gets going with the first question. Okay, um, tell us how you first became interested in keeping aquariums. Oh, right. Um, I first became interested in keeping aquariums about three years ago now. It was my daughter's birthday, and she was adamant that she wanted a pet. And after going through every single pet available, the one that we decided to get was a fish. So we ended up getting two fish, and they were in a goldfish bowl. Don't judge me. I know now I'll never do this. <laughs> but yes, they were in a goldfish bowl, and the more I was watching them and the more I was looking at them, I was thinking, this is kind of cruel, what I'm doing. This is really cruel. I didn't know anything about fish, anything at all. And I ended up getting a bigger tank for them. And someone gave me a fish and it killed everything in the tank. And that was when I turned to YouTube. And it's just been from there, really. Everything has escalated from YouTube. Everything that I've learned. And that's where it just all started. It started with two goldfish in a tiny little bowl. And me having really emotional feelings for them and thinking, this is really cruel. So that's where it all started. Believe it or not, I think most people start with goldfish, though, don't they? That's true. I myself started with a few goldfish in a bowl when I was about four years old. So, yep. Yeah. Kind of a common experience is to get a goldfish in a bowl or whatever and then think, oh, I need to figure out how to do this better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're not as easy as what people think. You know, some people think, oh, yeah, you just get a fish, put it in a bowl with a bit of water and everything will be fine. But it's no, it's definitely a lot more complex than that. <laughs> Very true. So this was only three years ago, you said. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So yeah, I am. You... I'm still a new. I'm still a new. Considering everything that I've gone through over the last three years, it's it's. Uh, it, I can't take it all in. I really can't because I've done so much. And I sometimes sit here and think, my God, if someone had said this to me three years ago that I'd be sat here now doing what I do and knowing what I know, I'd be like, nah, not a chance. <laughs> but it is. It, it's, it's, it, it is. It's mind-blowing because it's just so amazing what you learn, what you what you pick up a lot of other people. And it is. It's, it's a great hobby to be in. And it's more than a hobby now. It's taken over my life. It really has taken over my life. If I go anywhere, I've got to be back for a certain time to turn lights off or turn lights on or feed them. And, you know, I don't trust all these automatic things. I don't trust technology that well. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, it's amazing what you can do. Like, I think one of the keys that you mentioned is that you turn to YouTube, and these days there's such a wealth of information there that, you know, before YouTube existed and before the Internet existed, you couldn't progress as quickly yeah. in the, as you can now. Yeah, exactly. YouTube's savior. It really is. I think so many people 
we use YouTube a lot for the reasons that we use it ourselves to gain knowledge and to learn things. And you know, as soon as I run into a problem, it's the first place I go is YouTube because I know it's going to be on there somewhere. And if it's not on there, I'll do a video about it. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. YouTube is brilliant. I love it. I do. I really do. It's quite the knowledge base, and it's it's uh, fascinating, yeah. really, what you find. And you get to actually see it for yourself. It's okay going to a site and a forum and being able to read what people have put, but you don't know if that's true or not because you're only reading it. Anybody can write anything nowadays. But to actually see somebody do it in the flesh on video, it's just it makes you feel that bit more confident. And some of the videos that you can watch now, they're just so well put together and they're just so inspiring. That's true. There's so much more detail that you can gain from a video, too. They talk about pictures being worth a thousand words, and I've said it before, that then a video must be worth a million, at least. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, definitely. So that's a little bit about how you got started in aquariums. Tell us, what is it about the hobby now that attracts you? What is it that keeps you going in it? Oh, right. How long was this meant to last? Half an hour? Spare <laughs> <laughs> <Their> hours? <laughs> what is it that attracts me most to the hobby? It's got to be the knowledge side of it. It really has, because when I was at school, and I'm sure everybody will relate to this, but when I was at school, I wasn't one for learning. I was the one at the back of the class wanting to mess around. And I'm now doing things that I probably should have done at school in science and biology and everything else, and I would have been a whiz at it. But, yeah, it's definitely got to be the knowledge and the excitement of it, of learning something now, finding something in your tank that you don't know nothing about. So you go to YouTube and you find out what it is, you start researching and learning things about it. And it is, it's just, it's amazing. It, it, everything attracts me. What I find in my tanks, the fish, the behaviour of the fish, everything, just everything surrounding fish, everything in my life now revolves around fish. <laughs> I, I love that answer. I think it's so amazing, you know, especially if you get kids involved in, in fish tanks or animals, that kind of thing, the things that they yeah. learn as opposed to I just think, I think that's really important, yeah. See, my kids, I've got four daughters, and the minute I say fish, they're gone. They're, they've run away. They're out the door. Because they know I'm going to ask them. <laughs> That's <mom's> thing. <laughs> yeah, they know I'm going to ask them to come to the fish shop, or I'm going to ask them to hold the bucket, or to hold the ladder, because I'm only little, and I have to use a ladder to clean my fish tanks out now. And, yeah, as soon as I mention fish, they're gone, they're out the door. They'd rather clean the bedroom than help me do fish. Oh! <laughs> yeah, they really would. That's saying something, that they'd rather clean the bedroom. But, well, now you know yeah, how to get them to clean the house, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just mention fish shop. Who wants to go in the fish shop? And that's it. Then the bedroom's <laughs> spotless. <laughs> but I think it's important that kids do learn these things as well because, you know, it's it's exciting and I think... I've got two grandsons, and my eldest grandson, he's coming up to five now, and he absolutely adores them. He, he goes to my saltwater tank, and he's like crab, shrimp, and he's autistic. So, so good. for him to interact with my fish, it's a really special feeling because I know he understands what they are and what they're about. 
that you give him a simple task like having a conversation and he just won't interact with you at all. But if you've got the fish involved, he'll actually interact with them and you hear him speaking to them. And so, yeah, I do. I think it's really important that kids understand the importance of keeping an animal. It makes them realise, you know, that things are living and they've got feelings and, you know, it, it is. It's important. Absolutely. All the more important these days when uh, much of their time is often occupied with tiny screens or giant screens. Yeah. 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 They spend too much time on the internet. They really do. My kids are terrible for it. If they're not on the phone, they've got their iPads out or the laptops or the TV or the console. And everything's just surrounded. They've they've got no imagination nowadays. You know, if I would say to my kids, there's there's a glass box, there's a bag of soil, there's a few pebbles, go and create me something they probably go straight to YouTube and copy something that they found on YouTube because they just they don't seem to have the imagination no more for themselves, the creativity. And I think that gets lost with all this technology sometimes. Right. Totally agree. And I do think interacting with fish and other creatures is, is a good remedy because you can... Yeah. You can of transition, it's still a flat glass surface, <laughs> but there's, yeah. there's a, more of a connection with something Yeah, real. that's it. Yeah, and you can take them out and you can take them to like rivers and things like that and you can explain, you know, this is what I've got at home and, you know, but like when I take my grandson to the park and he, he finds a frog, like he remembers the frog that I had in my fish tank. And he's like, oh, Nelly's frog, Nelly's frog. So every time he sees a frog now, he automatically thinks that it's my frog. <laughs> <laughs> Making a connection, that's cool. Yeah. Um, okay, well, tell us some about uh, your tanks, what, you, what kind of species you keep in your tanks. <sighs> well, at the minute, I've been downgrading. I've only got two fish tanks at the moment because it's the winter and I'm actually thinking about moving home soon so I've had to close a few tanks down so the two that I've got at the minute is my 16 gallon Sajik which is my saltwater tank and I've got my 65 gallon freshwater tank which is my trophious fish and my white polis which they're in there as well but I've also got a tank outside that's empty. I've got a tank that's hidden in the bedroom. I've got my pond tucked away in the corner, ready for the sun to come out and set back up again. But over the last three years, I've gone through so many fish that you just wouldn't believe. I've gone from keeping corys to guppies to platies. I've had frogs, Central Americans, Southern Americans, Central Africans, Southern Africans. I've had everything. I really have. And I think my heart at the moment is leaning more towards the saltwater side of things. I think because it's just so every day something different. Literally something different every day. Like we we, we freshwater fish, like we trophies, because they're, they're African cichlids. I'm kind of like thinking they're a bit boring at the minute because all they have in their tank is rocks. So it's basically just fish swimming around, a few rocks and sand. And I'm just finding it a bit, a bit tedious, if I'm honest with you. But my saltwater tanks definitely. It's just something out of this world. It really is. Some of the things that I see going on in that tank, if I was to tell you about them, you wouldn't believe me. And that's why I love YouTube so much, because I just sit there constantly 
just waiting for something special to happen that I can capture on video and say, see, I told you, they've been doing <laughs> it. It's real. It's happening. <laughs> I like your your cute little video of the hermit crab that was trimming the the snail yeah, shell, well, growth on the snail shell. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's actually in the naughty corner at the minute because I've got two hermit crabs. And I woke up this morning, and I haven't done a video about this, so this is an exclusive. My hermit <laughs> crab has decided to eat my other hermit crab. So I've only oh, got no. one hermit crab now, yeah. So he actually ate the other hermit crab. I thought oh, he'd done it to steal his shell, but he hasn't. So I've got all bits of claw all over the bottom of the tank in my sand. So, yeah, poor oh. fellow. <laughs> I remember seeing but, our... our Crabs battling too. We we had a, a mini reef for several years, and uh, the the crabs would would constantly be bickering and beating on each other and trying yeah. to intimidate each other. And they were fascinating to watch, but I felt sorry for them at the same time. <laughs> yeah, they are amazing to watch. They are the full of character, aren't they? And they're they mine are. are anyway. Especially when the lights go out, because they just they sound. I don't know where they get the speed from, because they're really quick as well. I wasn't expecting them to be that fast when I put them in the tank, but yeah, they can move when they want to, especially if they see something that they want to eat. Yeah, yeah, they don't waste any time. Um, I've, I've, uh, someday I want to go back into doing some um, uh, mini reef because I, I totally agree with what you said. The, um, the variety you can see in a, in a marine tank is just incredible. You yeah. get surprised that show up and, oh, look, there are tiny little uh, feather duster worms there that I, you know, just showed up from the live rock and here's a sponge and there's, <laughs> what is that? And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Something appears and you're like, how did that even get in there? Because I didn't put it in there. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and you're like, you know, where did they come from? And, and then you just, you know, it's, it's down to the knowledge as well, what you learn. Uh, every day I learn something new, definitely, and it is. It's just amazing. I'm like a walking encyclopedia at the minute on fish, and I know this and I know that, and I find myself going into fish shops, and I'm overhearing other people's conversations, and I'm one of them people that, I, if I know the answer, I'm not just going to stand there and, you know, ignore somebody who's asking a question to somebody. And I'll just walk over and I'll just, like, take over and be like, do you want to work here? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. yeah I've, 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 times too. <laughs> no one. So you have um, a YouTube channel. Psychedelic Babe is actually your YouTube channel name. Yeah, um, yeah. A little bit about, well, we talked a little bit about, you know, videos to keep up with what's going on your, in your tank. Tell us about your shout-out videos and the freshwater tuber tag challenge. Right. <laughs> the best bit of the show, of course. Right, my shout-out special actually started by mistake. Somebody, I won't mention no names, but if they do listen to this, they will know who they are. Give a <laughs> shout-out video. And it was the worst shout-out video that I'd ever seen or heard in my life. It really was. Because they were shouting out people that were non-existent on YouTube. And I was thinking, hmm, why shout out people that haven't been on YouTube for years and years and years? Because they're not going to get to see it. They're not going to get to hear it. Nobody knows who they are. So I thought, I'll do a shout-out video. So I did a shout-out video. 
and the response that I got back off it was absolutely fantastic. It really was. And I thought, do you know what? I'm onto a bit of a winner here because everyone likes my shout-out video. So I went and watched a few other shout-out videos and seen how they did them and how they put them together. And I thought, they're just not me. They were all really hypo and she had silly music behind them. And I thought, no, I'm just going to keep it real. I'm going to, you know, do what I do best. And that's just go and keep doing what I'm doing and watching all these YouTube channels. But as I'm watching them, if nobody's commenting on these videos, then I just make a note of their name, make a note of their channel, and they get added to the shout-out. So it's no one special who gets added. It's literally because no one's commenting on their video. Because the way I see it is, because I create videos myself, I know how much hard work and effort goes into creating a three-minute video. And I can go and I can see videos that are like 10 minutes long. And you can see the hard work, the dedication, the knowledge, everything that they've done to put this video together. And there's no comments. And it really, really, it, it does, it grinds my teeth. It really annoys me. Because they don't get no recognition. And it must really annoy them. Because it annoys me when I don't get comments or I don't get views on a video. I think, well, what have I done wrong? What can I improve? And they must think, oh, I've got no comments. And it took me 10 minutes to do this video. I'm not going to bother. And they don't come back. Mm -hmm. So there's so many channels out there that, do all this effort, get the channel started, do like 5, 10, 15 videos. They don't get no views, they don't get no comments, so they leave. And it's a shame because then we don't get to see their tank, we don't get to know what they know or what they can teach us. And I think the shout-out videos are just, they are, they're special, they're special to everyone because they work, they really do work because... I've had people emailing me and saying to me, psych, what have you done? I've had so many people coming to my channel and it's all down to you. And I get little thank yous off people and I get people sending me things to say thank you. And I just think getting the community together is a really nice feeling because there's so many of us and we all seem to get along really, really well. And it's all down to shout outs and people getting to know other people and other channels and what they're capable of doing. And that's where the Tuba Tag Challenge video comes into effect. I was actually hit up by the Spanish channel, Aqua TV. And I've been watching his channels now for about a year. And every single channel, every single video is in Spanish. Now, I don't speak a word of Spanish. I haven't got a clue what he talks about in his videos. I know his name's Emmanuel, and he's got a fantastic fish tank, and he, from what I can gather, knows everything he needs to know about fish. So when he sent me a message and said, you know, you've been challenged, come and check out my video, he actually did the video in English so that I could understand it. And I was like, oh, this seems like a really good idea. And I said to him, I said, why did you approach me? Why did you tag me? And he said, because you're popular in the YouTube community. And it gave me a warm feeling. I thought, wow, I'm actually getting noticed in other countries. And I thought, this is brilliant. And I thought, if I can get this video out and I can get everyone to start taking part, then the community is going to get even bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's exactly what it's done. I've reached out to so many channels through this video and big channels as well like Rachel O'Leary, I've got the King of DIY, we've got 
oh, there's just so many to name off, honestly. I don't want to go into a shout-out video on it, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it is. It's, it's important, and it seems to have slowed down a little bit, so watch this space. There is a rant coming out soon. Because, believe it or not, we still have 212 channels that have not done the Aquarium Tuba Type Challenge. Now, that's a lot of channels that haven't done a video. And if you figure it out, 200 channels, and they've all got to nominate three channels each. So that's a lot of channels that need to catch up. So we're going to have to do something about that, I think. Right. So yeah. what is the challenge? What do they have to do? Well, it's simple, really. It starts off as a saltwater challenge where you get 10 questions, which are all on the playlist that's on my channel. And if you head on over there and you check out my video, I've actually, in the description box, laid out all the 10 questions. And you just basically either shoot the video of your voice or of yourself or of anything you want, as long as you answer them 10 questions. So we don't care what's in the video as long as it's within the guidelines. And you just answer the questions. And number 10, you actually get to nominate three other people who you'd like to answer the questions. And then they nominate three, and then they nominate three. And it's really hard work keeping up with them all, trust me. I've got a pad of A4 paper, and that's what I use to keep up with the Aquarium Tuba Type Challenge. Because some people have been challenging people twice, and that's why I did the follow-up video. So I named all the people that haven't been challenged, who'd like to be challenged. So if anybody's stuck and doesn't know anybody to challenge, they can go and check that video out and they can say, oh, well, I'll challenge them and get them involved. So, yeah, it is. It's a really cool idea. It's like a Chinese whisper that's sort of like gone right the way through the community. And it got a quarter of the way through and it stopped and it switched to freshwater. So we've now got 10 questions for freshwater and we've got 10 questions for saltwater. Because people like me who've got both tanks were getting challenged by both sides of the community from the reef side and freshwater side. So it made sense to do the both of them and kind of tie them in together. But it's going really well, so hopefully we can keep it going and, yeah, make it bigger and brighter and better. Yeah, I think it's a really fascinating way to do it, and that's actually how I found out about your channel originally was through the Tuber Tag Challenge. I think, oh, I, mean, yeah. I remember which channel it was. It might have been Function Built Aquatics that uh, where I saw it first right. and, and thought that that was, oh, this is such a great idea, and then that how you were maintaining the playlist on, on your channel so that people yeah. could follow up on it. I think that's great. Really good way yeah. to keep the community growing and, and interacting. Yeah, I think it gives it a little bit more of a personal touch as well because a lot of people when they do videos, you know, it's, it, they'll do a video about, say, a guppy, so the whole video surrounding that guppy. And a lot of people will go and they'll watch that one video and they won't watch anymore. But if you know a little bit more of a personal insight on the fish keeper, then they tend to get a bit more involved in the channel because they know that little bit more about them. I think it's important to keep your viewers and your subscribers that make, that make them feel a little bit more special as if they know you because they'll keep returning then and that's what you want them to do. It's all about them coming back, enjoying your channel, enjoying what you do and meeting new people at the same time who are into the same things that they're into and sharing knowledge and inspiring each other to do other things and interact with each other. 
See, I don't do social media. I don't do social media at all. All I do is YouTube. That's all I do. So I think it, to try and keep everybody in the same place without them all wandering off to the likes of Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, it is. It's a hard thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <clears throat> if you could give one piece of advice to beginner fish keepers, what would you say? Research. Definitely. Learn as much as you can, read as much as you can, and make sure that you write everything down. Because I've found that to learn something, the easiest way to learn yourself something is to write it down. Because when you read something, it kind of like just scans across the page. But when you write it down, you're actually taking it in. I do. I think that's really important is research because without it, we'd all be screwed. We really would. It's the most important thing. And above that, once you've learned the research side of things, I think it's patience. Patience is definitely the key to this hobby. It really is. Because it's... I think things happen for a reason and they test us for a reason and it's to teach us that patience. So, yeah, research and patience. I want money. Yeah, you've got to have loads of money. You've got to, yeah. And a patience. Not a very cheap hobby. Yeah, definitely not a cheap hobby. Yeah, it was cheap when I was on the freshwater side of things, but the minute I hit saltwater... Oh, yeah, my wallet's definitely took a pound in. So's boyfriend, so's the credit card. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. But where do you stop? You know, that's what you've got to ask yourself. Where do you stop? You know, where you can just <laughs> yeah. go. It's like Christmas. You know, you go out at Christmas and you think, right, well, I'm going to buy the kids the A amount of presents. And you don't. You go overboard and you buy double or triple the amount. Well, it's the same with this hobby. You know, you just get so engrossed with it and so enwrapped with it. And, and then you'll go to YouTube and you'll see another tank and you're like, oh, my God, I really want to do that. But in order for me to do that, I've got to get another tank. And I've noticed as well, this hobby makes me lie. Because I've started lying to my boyfriend, I have. And it's <laughs> terrible because I have to, like, convince him. I'm like, yeah, but I really need this. And he's like, well, why do you need it? Oh, because that one's broke. <laughs> and it's not broke. I just, I need a better or a bigger one. <laughs> but yeah, it definitely, definitely causes a lot of issues in the household, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, and, and I guess that's where the, the patience ties back in, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, not only definitely. do we have patience, but yeah. those around us have patience. Yeah, as well. definitely. Yeah. Because we do, we give up a lot for our fish. Well, I do, anyway. I give up a hell of a lot for my fish. You know, I can't go for a night out because my lights have to be off at a certain time. And, you know, I've got to make sure that because my fish tanks are in the kitchen, it's like a kitchen area. So if the kids do need to go out there overnight, they have to put the outside light on. And they've got a really bad habit of putting the big light on. And I have to keep saying to them, don't put the big light on. So I've taken the bulb out now. So hopefully (laughs) that'll solve the problem. (laughs) All right. Well, um, so we know you mentioned that you don't really focus on any other social media, just YouTube. So can you give us uh, your YouTube contact information so that anybody listening can go and check out your channel? 
Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, my YouTube channel is Psychedelic Babe. Um, that's it. I've got an email address, and I do have a, a postal address. They're always in the description on my videos. So if anybody ever wants to send me anything, please do feel free to do so, as long as it's above board. I really don't mind. Don't want to be opening no boxes to spiders or snakes or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just Psychedelic Babe. That's where everybody can find me. And usually, if you can't find me on my channel, or if you can't find me in any of your comment sections, I am probably in your spam box. Because okay. for some reason... Good old YouTube loves putting me in that good old spam box for some reason or other. So, yeah, if you've got fish and you've got a nice fish tank, I've probably already commented on your channel. So go and check your spam boxes now, because that's where I'll be <laughs> in your spam box. <laughs> but, yeah, my email address and my postal address are in all my descriptions on my videos. So if anybody ever wants to contact me, they can contact me via there. So, yeah, I'm quite easy to find, believe it or not. Okay. okay, great. Well, we really appreciate what you're doing for the aquarium community, and we really appreciate you joining us today. It's been a lot of fun to talk to you. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. It's been great. You know, I love talking to people about fish. You know, My boyfriend <laughs> sat downstairs, and he's like, well, what are you going to talk about? And I was like, fish. I was like, yes. He said, oh, you'll be fine. I said, but I feel sick. He said, no. He said, once you start talking, he said, you won't stop. He said, you'll be fine. <laughs> and I haven't proved the right. <laughs> yep, I think it was, was a great interview. So we appreciate it yeah, a lot. Thanks again for joining yeah, us. And everybody, that's... please go check out Psychedelics Babe's YouTube channel. Yep. Yeah, and leave me a comment as well, make sure, so then I can know that you've checked out my channel. And then I can right. come and check your channel out, and you could make my special shout out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it's a good way to go. Win-win for everyone. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Right. Well, talking about shout-outs, I'm about to go and do my weekly shout-out video. So make sure you go check that out later on. So that will that come out today? That usually comes out on Saturdays, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Okay. Excellent. So check that out when you're done listening to this. If um, This will come out a little bit later in time, but... Um, there will be another. There will be two of them that you can check out at least um, by yeah. the time you oh. hear this. Yep, definitely. Yep. So everyone, we'd like to say, may the fish be with you. Yeah, and thank on. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Aquarimax Audio Show. For additional episodes, please visit Aquarimax.com. To leave comments or questions that could be featured on an upcoming podcast. Leave a message at 801-477-0629 or email us at info at aquariumax.com.